space. I am Kim Kral. I am reporting to you not live from my closet. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. I am... I don't feel very well. Um, I think I have a goat in my cat. My cat is meowing like crazy, and it's driving me a little crazy. Um, meowing like crazy. I don't know. She. It's. It's funny. She wants attention, but then when I go to give it to her, she runs away. It's. We're having. We're figuring things out in the Hollywood crawl house. Uh, but yeah, I don't feel really well. I'm hoping it is a good old fashioned airplane cold. Now, before you're like, you can't get COVID again because you just had it three weeks ago. Apparently you can. And apparently it's not that uncommon. So uh, I went to a wedding this weekend. One of my favorite times of my life. If I don't get to it this episode, I will get to it. Um, but unfortunately, two people tested positive for COVID. Uh, so I'm waiting on, I tested at home yesterday. And it said no, but then like I looked at the test like an hour later to throw it away and it was like one big blue line and I'm like, I think that just means the the like the snot and the liquid like just expanded and it's after fifty. I have no idea. So I'm gonna I um the people I was with for most of the weekend, like really, really with, uh, like in a car, in an Airbnb, like, you know, all meals, all that stuff. Uh, we're, we're all testing on a Zoom today, but I'm not going to because they're going to test and I have a test again tomorrow because I, te- you know, whatever. It's it's all so complicated, but um, my throat hurts really bad. I did lose my voice for like two days. Um, so after this, I will be sitting quietly for the next, I don't know. 20 hours or so. Um, I have a job tomorrow, so I don't know, uh, 22 hours I have a job, so I'm going to try not to talk, which is, by the way, a job of work for me. I, um, yeah, I, I lose my voice a lot, but it like usually comes back and I never realize how very much I talk to myself, like how much I talk to myself until I can't talk anymore. And I'm like, oh fuck, you gotta stop talking. You gotta give your voice a rest. Um, but it's probably fine. Uh, I was having some, I wanted to talk about this today. I was having, um, some, I'm I'm so uncomfortable. Uh, I, um, I was having some bad breathing stuff last week and it was like breathing. Like I, that's why I didn't do an early episode for this week. I'm sorry, Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for supporting Patreon, but I won't have an early episode for you for a few days just because I can't I can't record more because my voice hurts. And last week I, I couldn't breathe. So I was really grateful that I had the early episode so I didn't have to record. I couldn't. So I wasn't able to breathe last week. Like co- my coat, my original COVID November 2020, like when I was like going to the hospital and shit, like I couldn't breathe. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I have my oximeter, right? So I know that I'm not like in a spot where I'm going to like die. And I also know if I go to the hospital without a spot where I'm going to die, they're not going to help me. So I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And I, so I know urgent care hours. I know the good hours to go to urgent care, which I will never be able to go to these hours again because I got in a fight with the weird doctor. So I don't know if I told you this, like, uh, like, I don't know, three or four months ago, I thought I had strep throat. So I went to the, uh, um, urgent care and the guy was, you know, he seemed like a, a no, so like, <laughs> I hate, I can't wait to be healthy. I just want to be healthy. So like four months prior, I got an ulcer from all of the Advil I was taking for my ibuprofen I was taking for my long haul. And no one told me I wasn't allowed to take as much as I was. They actually told me to take that much, but I guess I was misinformed by several doctors because then I got an ulcer and I had this big poop problem, which you all know, remember when that guy had to put his finger in my butt and I had to poop in that little like 
that vessel. Oh, it was such a nightmare. And then he had to go back to the thing and be like, here's my poop. So that doctor, I, I like the hour, I know the hours are usually when he's there and I don't really, I'm not fond of him. I mean, after he put his finger in my butt, he was actually re- very nice. I didn't mind him that time, which is a weird sentence. I never thought I would say, um, actually I, I, I would agree that I would say, but, uh, so then the second time I thought I had strep, so I was like, oh, I, you know, I had something going on. I was like, I better, I didn't have COVID, but I'm like, I better go to the doctor to make sure I don't have strep so I don't like wander around, give everybody strep, right? So I go to the doctor and uh, I don't have strep. And he's like, this is just, you know, this is your long haul stuff. Uh, this is probably what's going on right now too. He was just like, yeah, he's like, your immune system's really bad now. So if you get a little sick, you get sick. And I'm like, cool, that's... It's fun. It's been such a fun journey. I really appreciate all the people who haven't given a fuck about COVID the whole time. So cool. Oh, but I'm breathing. It's nice. So, but the weird thing is, okay, so I don't know if I told you guys this, but the night after I went and found out I didn't have strep and then he told me to get like a face steamer. I I haven't done that yet. And maybe I will, but it, it, I don't, I, it, it seems like an expensive way to help me not be able to breathe more. Um, so he, I get a, a call at like 1030 at night the next night, right? From a number I don't know. And normally I don't answer those numbers. Normally I don't answer those numbers at all. But I, I you know, I answer and uh, it's him. It's the doctor. And he's like, hi, this is doctor. I, I don't remember. I can't pronounce his name. Or I don't remember. Like I, I, I'll butcher his name. So he's like this doctor so-and-so. And I was like, hi, what's up? Because normally if a doctor calls you at 1030 at night, it's usually like something came up in your test results or like some sort of emergency, like a reason to be calling a stranger's home at 1030 at night. It better be like a real bad one, right? Or like, good news, you're going to be fine in two days. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, what's up? And he goes, oh, nothing. I just, I just thought I'd call and see how you're feeling. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, I just wanted to see what's up and how you are. And I'm like, uh, and I was like, maybe I'm being a dick. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am moving around a lot. I don't know why my body hurts. Oh, please, God, don't let this be that. Um, It probably isn't. The likelihood is probable it's not because I just had it. But honestly, if I get COVID again after having it two weeks ago, I don't think I'll ever leave the house again. Um, So he, so he's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm just seeing how you're doing. And I'm like, what? Like I think he said like four times because I was like, why, what, what a weird and appropriate. And, and of course, like instinct is to gaslight myself and be like, oh, it's probably nice. He's probably checking in. And then I asked uh, my cousin who is a doctor and she was like, no, that's really creepy. That's a really creepy thing he did. He should not have done that. And then I asked a bunch of other people and they're like, no, that's really creepy. Cause I was kind of rude to him. I was just like, uh, I'm going to bed. Do you need something? And he was like, no, no. And I was like, all right, dude, have a good night. Bye. And so I go into the doctor. I can't breathe. This is such a weird lesson and such a like a a thing to like talk about to like a lot of fellas don't or think we exaggerate women how our experience at the doctor is or not all like I would I would imagine most people that listen to crawl space most of the men that listen to crawl space are not one of these men but there's a lot of men who are like well you are being dramatic or oh your period is like like the whole thing right. So I, 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 I go to the um, urgent care. I know this weirdo is going to be there, but it's the only time I, I you know, I, I literally can't breathe. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I like, I'm like, I like had to call out of work one night. I was like, I had to like pull over off to the side of the road. I thought I was going to pass out. I truly couldn't breathe. And um, so it's like, I have to go. So I go to this thing 
And I'm like, oh, this is what's happening. And all I want is steroids. That's all I want. I know my oximeter level is fine. I know like at this point, I'm an expert in my body and COVID, right? Like I'm like, I, I know the steroids are going to help me because they help me night and day in end of 2020, beginning of 2022. See, important for this story, I've only had them twice and, uh, and like two years ago, right? So I go and I'm like, this was going on. I'm hoping to get some steroids. So they call me back right away, right? They ask me more questions about my period than they allowed me to say what was wrong with me. And I also read this recently. So this woman, this woman about my age took her 14 year old daughter into the doctor's office and they asked her daughter when the last day of her, her or when the first day of her last period was, which is something they always ask. And the daughter 14 goes, it's regular. You don't need that information. My period's regular. I don't, I don't need to, I'm not, you don't need that information in your file. And the mom was like, Whoa, you could just do that. And the little girl was like, yeah, mom, our rights have been taken away. They are tracking when we are pregnant now. And I know that like what they are, like if you suddenly like, like they don't need that information. They're actually saying a lot of people are saying, don't track your period on an app. There is an app. It's called Stardust or something. I'll look it up and I'll post about it. But there is an app where, um, it is a, in the front face, it's it's like an astrology app, like where we put all of our information about our astrology shit. But actually, it's a it's like behind a firewall or something like that. Like an like I don't know anything about technology, but it's like a way where the government can't get to it um, to track your period because a lot of women use that as birth control. Tracking these tracking apps as birth control to know when they're or when to get pregnant. It's so fucking crazy. So they asked me more. They asked me more about my last period then they allowed me to speak. So the doctor came in and I was like, okay, well, as you know, I have long haul COVID and he interrupts and he goes, there's no cure for long haul COVID. And I was like, I know, I know that. Um, that's not why I'm here. I'm not looking for a cure, you fucker. But I was like, yeah, I, I know that. And then I explained what was going on. And he was like, yeah, we're not giving you steroids. And I was like, he's, he was acting like I asked for fucking narcotics. And I was like, he goes, but we will do some blood tests. Um, so they sent me across the hallway to do blood tests. Uh, they won't tell me what the blood is. I asked the woman, I was like, why are we doing the blood test? She goes, I'm not allowed to tell you. You're gonna have to ask your doctor. I'm like, what do you mean you're not allowed to tell me? It's my fucking blood. Like, why aren't you, what you, you should, that, that's a weird rule. And she's like, well, I can't tell you. So I was like, all right. So I go out. The, the guy was like, wait for the results. So I'm like, okay. So I go and I'm sitting in the, off, uh, the waiting room and it's like 15 minutes. Then it's a half hour. Then it's like 45. Then once it's an hour, my name's nowhere on the boards that like Kaiser, you walk in and the thing's on the board and it lets you know where. So I just go up to the front desk and I was like, hey, uh, he wanted me to wait for my blood test. I just got the email that the blood tests are, are like 15, 20 minutes ago. I got the email that the blood test is done. I don't know what's going on. She goes, and I was like, honestly, I'm just going to take off. And she goes, well, well, no, the doctor didn't discharge you yet. And I was like, I, I, I don't, I, and I know I sounded difficult and it sucks that it has to get that way. But like, I was like, look, I was like, honestly, he's already told me he's not going to help me. So I'm just going to go home because I can't breathe and I'm tired. So I'm just going to take off. And she goes, but the doctor didn't discharge, discharge you. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. What, what are you going to do? Tackle me? Like, I'm going to go. And she goes, well, just, just please give me one more minute. I was like, all right. So I go sit down and then a minute later I get pulled back there. So it's like, why do you have to be difficult? So I go back there and I sit down and he's like, he's like, your bun number is, is high. And he smiles at me. He goes, there it is. And I go, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and he goes, well, last time you were here, was it a 12? Now it's a 24. And I'm like, 
Like he like just told me that I was like, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm not a doctor, sir. So can you tell me? I don't know what a bun number is. And he's like, you're dehydrated. That's why you can't breathe. And I was like, well, I might be dehydrated. And well, he was like, you get extra dehydrated when you have COVID, when you're long haul COVID. So your body needs more water. I'm like, well, I drink about a half a gallon a day, but I will note that I will drink more. And he goes and he goes, and you know, if I'm being honest the last few days, I hadn't because I can't fucking breathe, but I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'll, I'll do that. And I, and he's like, all right, well, he's like, have you tried these face steamers? And I was like, dude, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing the face steamer thing. I'm not, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm going to take off. I'm going to go. And he goes, he goes, well, what? and I was like, you've already made it very clear. You're not going to help me. I told you what would help me. He goes, well, we don't want to give you steroids because they're bad for you if you do them a lot. And I was like, I haven't done steroids in two years. Like, it's not like I'm like asking for drugs. What the fuck? And I was like, I was like, I haven't had a steroid since the beginning of 2021, whatever. And he was like, he's like, well, no. And I was like, I'm just going to leave. It's fine. I'm going to take off though. And he, and then he, he, cha- he gets mad. He goes, fine, fine. You want your steroids? Fine. I'll give you your steroids. And he makes, writes this thing. He walks out of the room, comes back with my prescription and then walks away. And I was like, does that mean I'm discharged? Can I fucking go now? And it sucks. And it's funny because I'm texting with my, my cousin who is a doctor and my, my, one of my best friends who's with her daughter. Right. And I'm talking with my, my cousin who's a doctor to ask her like, how do I, cause she's like some, some providers are super weird about giving, giving steroids. She goes, I'm not one of them. And the only reason why she wasn't able to help me is cause I'm in a different network now, but she's like, I'm not one of them. And, and like, obviously if this is what helped you two years ago when you're having the same problem, it's not like, you know, I'm not asking for a fucking, I don't even know what the narcotics are called. Um, what are, uh, oxy? Yes. God, I'm such a fucking, I understand why people don't think I'm from this planet. Um, so I, so she was like talking me through on like what to say. And then I was texting for support with my friend and her daughter. And at the end I was like, I was like, Oh my God, thank you for listening to all that. And she goes, actually it was a really good lesson for my daughter because women are most, most, a lot of times are gaslit or not believed or dismissed in doctor's offices. And the fact that you like, you like really stood up for your health care and your, you took agency of your health was a really good way for me to teach my daughter how to have the same too when she goes to the doctor alone one day. And it sucks that it had to come to that, but guess what? I stopped taking uh, steroids like two days ago and my throat hurts and I'm a little sick now, but like I'm breathing. I'm my inhaler wasn't even working. And it's just so he didn't call me the next night at 1030 at night, though, to ask me how I was at fucking 10. And I was so weird. It's just so odd. I just wish that I, I just would like to feel better again. That is all I just I, I have come, you know, I've accepted that there's probably not going to be any answers. I've accepted that I, I, you know, things are going to be different every time, I, you know, and, and I've accepted that it's going to take me a while to build up to do things that I used to be able to do very easily. But I just want to like not, I don't know. It's hard not to get down. But that, I think, honestly, I think if I had COVID, if I get COVID again this round, I don't know how I will not get completely flipped out about it. But okay, so I had this, okay, so my friend, Katie and Sean got married this weekend and it was so fucking magical. I just had this like weird affirming last like week of August. I I've, I've parted ways with some people in my life. Um, 
in the last month or so, she says, I can't, as I can't breathe, as I'm saying the steroids help, I promise they did. I just, I'm exerting a lot because I'm, I think, I, I think I just have a cold, I hope. Or maybe like the, that, that creepy doctor said that when I get sick, I'll just get really sick now because my immune system isn't great because of COVID. But, um, fucking fingers crossed, man. You know what I mean? So it's so, so this, this thing happened. Um, so I, you know, I've parted ways with some people. I've, I've had a lot of losses recently, a lot of really, really tough losses. And it's made me, you know, it's interesting. It's like when, when you, when you're going through it, I've said it a million times, when you're going through something, you really do find out who your people are. And the trick is when you find out someone is not your people, because my, what my issue used to be was just like, I would do anything to hold on to a relationship and make it work in order to not feel abandoned emotionally, because that, you know, that is what I felt as a child. And and the funny thing is I used to only pick people who would abandon me emotionally. And, you know, I, I walked away from some, you know, uh, I walked away from some people and, and, you know, even if it is the right decision, there's still grief and mourning and, you know, losing friends and family and friendships, you know? Uh, and so it, it's, it's, and you know, there's a level of like gaslighting that maybe I'm the problem or maybe I'm an asshole or maybe I'm this or maybe I'm that in this last weekend. I'm awesome. Fuck, I'm awesome. It was just such a reminder. And I know, like, I'm awesome. But I mean, like, I just met the best people. And we had the best time. And all of the ones I met have messaged me and have been like, we got back on Sunday night. I've gotten, like, four messages from people that I met this weekend that were like, you are literally one of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Thank you for such a great weekend. One girl just lives in the town. And she was like, you know, she sent me a, a, a nice message. Like, I just, I realize the people I've had to walk away from are not, it's not me. And it's not, and it's not, and that's not necessarily them either. People just grow in different directions, but I don't like being like, I, I don't know. So before I left, uh, a very dear friend of mine, her name is Liv. She said I could use her name. Her name is Liv. Uh, she, and she knows what I've been going through about severing some ties and, and walking away from things. And, and she knows how hard it's been for me. On top of losing Henry and the person I loved quite a bit who passed uh, a month ago. Um, God, it's been a month. He, uh, she just sends me a text and she says, and if you guys remember, I think around episode 115, 117, I think it's 117, our episode, whatever, it's called 15 Rules. And I just basically talk about 15 rules and how, it, you know, how I live my life. And it, the text just says, rule number, rule number 15. A rule number, well, I really ought to know my own rules, whatever. It was like rule number 15. I am awesome and I deserve to be treated as such. And if you don't treat me as such, you gots to go. Those are the rules. And then she wrote, I thought you would need this reminder forever on your team. I love you forever on your team. And I have a lot of those people who are on my team but there was a lot of people that weren't really, and I don't, and you know what, it's interesting. I don't, I don't think there's people that are actively in their mind consciously going, I'm not on that bitch's team. But I do know that when you shine bright, a lot of people don't like it. And I watch it time and time. I've experienced it, but I watched it recently. A good friend of mine was having, you know, was, is, is like soaring and doing so well. And a lot of her family is like mad about it, but they're not mad about it. They're just like putting her down. And it's like, oh, it's cause you're happy. And like, and so I don't think that they're like, oh my God, we want to put her down. And I don't think the people in my life are like, I want to put her down. But it's like, 
when you shine, there's a Taylor Swift quote, which I know. <laughs> uh, people throw rocks at things that shine, and that's it. And and it just like I I have to realize like you're not they, these people. They're not even on their own team, so I can't be upset if they don't want to be on my team. You know what I mean? I like that's how. And I just want humans in my life that say things like forever on your team. Oh, it was in it. And then I went off and had like one of the best weekends I've ever had ever. Uh, my dear friends got married. Um, we went, we flew into Chicago. Uh, my buddy Mike and I flew into Chicago on a red eye. And this woman, uh, Jess was, is friends with the bride and she was going to come with us. And we had no idea. We were like, yeah, we, uh, the wedding was at, at like two hours outside of Chicago in a small town in Michigan. And we, we were like, yeah, yeah, you'll rent a car with us. And then the third, the fourth guy, Stowe, we don't know him either. Like Mike has met him a few times, but we were like, yeah, yeah, we'll just all rent a car. And, you know, and that, in those scenarios, things could be bad. You know what I mean? Things like Jess wasn't staying with us in our Airbnb. She was staying in another situation, but we had room in our Airbnb. And, and like, the, like, you know, who knows? So we get it. We wake up, we, we fly on red eye. We get, we land in Chicago at like six in the morning. We get our re rental car. It's pouring rain pouring we try to drive around chicago just to see it before we go to i mean it's so bad and like when we went back on sunday we we're like why did we think because like every big city is hectic in its own right you know what i mean like it's hectic it's in its, in its own way like you know like when people come to la it's like oh my god the motorcycles even if you're like my uncles from denver we're like there's some stuff in la you guys do we all run we all turn uh, left on red always like it goes yellow and then like five cars will go on red and all of us just sort of know that that's what happens but i don't know chicago i feel like there was no the lines on the roads were really hard to see <laughs> and i wasn't the only one we were like so on Sunday when we went back, we were like, man, I can't believe we thought we could do like navigate the city at six in the morning when we had just done a red eye. None of us have slept really. And it's pouring rain in a new city. We thought we'd just, you know, jaunty over and get some jaunty. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, get some brunch. And so we were like, fuck it, let's go. So it's so funny. So we're driving, we're driving, we're driving. We're trying to find uh, eat, uh, eats. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm not from the East Coast. We're trying to find food to eat, right? And I have no service. By the way, fuck Verizon. I will be getting a new, a new. I'm, I, I'm waiting for this COVID thing, and then Friday I'm going to get new, a uh, new provider. Um, I think AT and T. Anyway, so I have no service, so I'm unable to like help. Jess is trying to find food. My, we finally just pull over. We end up in the south side of Chicago. Now, if you are an old listener of the Kim and Ken show, or you know Ken at all, he wears the south side like it's a badge of honor. And the woman who got married this weekend is from the South side too. And the, both of them, every, they are always like, I'm from the South side of Chicago. And Ken and I used to always bicker on the show. Cause I would be like, what does that mean? No one knows what that means. So we end up at this place called Roma's on this. And we don't know it's the South side of Chicago, by the way, we just know it's like 10 minutes from where we were looking at a map. So we go to Roma's. It's this like tiny diner, this like fucking, they have they have chicken and waffles. I've never had chicken and waffles. It is delightful. I get the hype. We get chicken and waffles for 10 bucks. And then, you know, uh, Jess and I aren't driving. So we're like, oh, they have premium alcohol for $4.50. 
So we're like, what is the premium alcohol? What whiskey do you have? So then our waitress goes next door to the bar that's connected to Roma's and comes back with this woman named Kathy. Kathy's like, hi, I'm Kathy. And she, you know, she's abroad. She's like, I'm Kathy. Uh, I, I, she's like, I got some Jameson or some Jim. And we're like, oh, we'll take Jameson. She's like, all right. So nine in the morning, she pours us a $4 and 50 cent Jameson on the rocks. And it was like the perfect decision of not from not sleeping all day. Right. And so then we eat these chicken and waffles and I, and then the, the place is so fucking cool. It's old. There's a bunch of rad art. I'll be making a video and post about it in the next few weeks. So we, we, uh, you know, we're asking our waitress, waitress, I don't think you're, you call a server. I don't know. We're asking her, uh, what, you know, about the place. And then they have these, these mugs that say Roma's on them. And we're like, Oh my God, can we buy those? Jess actually, it was like, can we buy those? Um, and the woman was like, I've got like 700 downstairs in the basement. You guys can all have one. We're like, what? So I send a picture of Roma's the mug to Kengar. And I'm like, look where I'm like, where are we at? Do you know Roma's? Roma's awesome. And he writes back, Kim, I literally, he's like, that's literally the part of town I told you not to go in. You are in the south side of Chicago. You're going to die. Nice to know you. Because <laughs> uh, I guess the south side of Chicago is a little, uh, a little rough around the edges. And so Jess kept making jokes that we didn't get mugged in the south side, but we got mugs. Um, but yeah, so she turned out to just be fucking rad, man. And then later when Stowe showed up, the four of us were just like, the, the, it was just such a cool, so we... I'm going down to the trip. So, you know, we, we, she's supposed to stay in the cabin with the bride and a bunch of the other people the first night. And so we get to Sagatok, uh, which is a small lake town in Michigan. And we get to Sagatok and we go to the brewery and then we go next door to an antique shop. And it was magical. I mean, it was magical. I got an Olivia Newton-John record. The first song on it, she covers Jolene. I mean, I don't even, I, I think those broads are the same age or around the same age. I, or maybe Dolly's older. I have no idea. I have no idea. No. But like, so we got that. I got this pretty ring, a little tea set. Like it was, it was like we hadn't even gone in, we hadn't even gone to our Airbnb. And so then we, we, we drop our shit off at the Airbnb and we're like, yeah, just, just leave your stuff here. You know, whatever. We'll figure it out later. Cause so we go to this distillery, we get this tour of copper, I keep calling it copper still, but that's not right. Copper, copper craft, uh, distillery. And we get, and it's so rad. We get this, we get the tour of the distillery and how they make, and I, you know, I cry three times cause I get moved very easily by stories of people just making their dreams come true. This woman was talking about their head, like their lead distiller and another is like protege and how they, you know, they just, they just, they just went after their dreams and they made them happen. And like, it's just, you know, and it's just such a nice, we get these flights and we're talking to the server or the bartender. Her name's Chelsea. She's super rad. I mean, we're like, we're only like seven hours into our trip and it is already the best time ever. So then the groom, Sean shows up, we do a shot with him and Chelsea and the other bartenders. And then we go down to the cabin to see the bride and all of her friends. And there we met a couple, uh, Carly and Terrence two of my favorite humans I'll ever meet in my life. Uh, Noni is another broad and the, like the five and, and then Lon. Oh my God. I'm I like, I'm name dropping, but I'm saying like how much, how awesome all these humans are. Um, oh, it was just so much fun. Then we go to the dunes. Oh my God. So we go to the dunes, which is uh, which you wouldn't know what that is. It's a gay karaoke bar in Sakatok, which is so funny. It's like, normally you think of small towns and like not being very like gay friendly, uh, 
rainbow flags galore, right? So many rainbow flags, the gayest town. Um, so we go to this, but we go to this bar and I walk in and I see this man sitting at the bar by himself. And I see that they have Johnny Walker black. Now, remember I wasn't able to drink Johnny Walker black the last time I was, um, when, when we went to the, the Santa Monica Pier to spread my dad's ashes, and that's what my dad drank a lot at the end of his life, right? Um, so I saw Johnny Walker Black. So I sit down next to this older dude, and I, I, I say, hi, I'm Kim. And he says, hi. And he's very, like, I mean, there's an energy about him, right? And I'm like, uh, can I buy you a Johnny Walker Black? And he goes, uh, sure. So I buy him Johnny Walker Black, and we start talking, and we start talking about our lives, and very vague in general, but he's so nice. And I'm talking about the wedding and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, why? Uh, and you know, and, you know, he goes, why are you? Why did you come and sit next to me? And I was like, I don't know. Honestly, man, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but I'm a little bit of a sidekick. Um, I can't say it's sidekick, sidekick, sidekick. Uh, I'm a sidekick. I'm Robin. Um, I'm like, I'm a little bit of a sidekick. And there's some people that are like, yeah, you're not intuitive. Whatever those people are, they've got to go, right? But I was like, yeah, I'm a little bit of psychic. I'm kind of learning about it now, and a lot of weird, trippy shits happening. So I don't know, her voice tells me to do something now and I just go do it and it usually turns out pretty rad. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah, so the voice told me to sit down and talk to you. So here we are. And he goes, wow, well, I read auras and um, I, for a living. And he's like, and I, I'm, I'm a healer for a living. And he's, and I was like, really? And I told him about the tarot thing from, you know, a couple months ago. And he goes, yeah, my sister's a tarot reader. I'm like, holy shit. And he, I go, what is your name? And his name is the name of the guy that passed away a couple of weeks ago that I've been, and I, we'd, we'd been talking about him, right? I told him about him before I asked him his name. And I was like, that is the name of the guy I was just talking about. And we both got like chills. We're like, that's fucking crazy. And I go, so you read auras. Tell me how bad is it? And he goes, I can tell your aura is small. He's like, your aura is really small now. You can tell it's usually much bigger, but now it's small. You've, you've dealt with a lot of loss. I was like, yeah, he goes, it's, but he goes, it'll, it'll get bigger again. And then we got emails and I think I'm going to email him so I get a whole Tuesdays with Maury situation. I just really want that. I don't know why. Uh, but so then we go out, we have a good time. You know, everybody's singing, we're dancing. Uh, I'm hammered mostly because I hadn't slept the night before. We're kind of, you know, you, you know, vacation mode when you're not sleeping, you're not eating, but you're drinking and you're eating kind of, oh my God, I had Chicago pizza, the deep dish. Guys, I get the hype. I'm sorry, New Yorkers. Chicago's better. So good. I dream of that pizza. Currently, I'm dreaming of that pizza. So good. So we, we go back to we go back to our Airbnb and like, well, we go back to the cabin and or we, when we're at the cabin, there's like no room for chess. We're just like, you can, I was like, girl, you can just sleep with me, right? I had a big bed and I'm like, you can just sleep with me the first night. And she's like, okay, and then I'll check in at the place tomorrow where, I'm, where they, when it's ready to be checked in. And she was just so rad. And I was like, is anybody else on the same page that she should just stay here? And everyone was like, yeah. So the four of us just like, it was just so cool. So the next day was a wedding. All the groomsmen showed up and Jess and I were getting them food, making sure everyone's ready, getting them in showers. You know what I mean? Like it was just so rad. And then they got married on the sunset on, on a lake. But it was like, I'm like standing there looking at the lake during the, like we went down for the rehearsal just to, um, as we were bringing stuff for the groomsmen and we go down to the lake and I was standing there next to uh, the guy who's officiating and I was like, this may be a stupid question, 
his name is Terrence. I talked about Terrence. I was like, this may be a stupid question, but, um, and then I pointed to the body of water and I was like, is that an ocean or a lake? I don't fully know exactly where Michigan it is geographically, which I know don't come at me. I, everyone has gaps in knowledge and mine is geography. So I was like, is that a lake or an ocean? And he goes, yeah, I thought the same thing because it's a lake and it was like a shore. Like I've never seen a lake have like look like an ocean and it was so massive. Like normally lakes, you can at least kind of see the other side or it's like dirty or like, you know what I mean? It looked like the ocean, but it was a lake. So she gets, they get married on at sunset off the shore on a private beach. I don't know how they did this because they like when the rehearsal was happening, they were on the other side of the private beach. Everything was all set up. And then when we came down, they moved to the private beach. So I don't know if someone who owns the private beach was like, get married over here. You know, small towns are so nice. And then we went to a place called the barge. And then we went and sang karaoke. It was just so rad. And everyone was so awesome. And it just, it was just such a nice reminder. It was a really nice reminder because, you know, I'd taken a lot of hits this, this last couple of months and, um, a lot of hits with people in my life that I had to, that, you know, weren't being very kind and I had to bounce out of that, you know, a lot of hits. And it's hard when, you know, when you're, when you walk away from a lot of, st you know, you, you lose friendships or family members, you know, or like your relationship, if you lose relationships, multiple ones and, you know, a small period of time, you do start being like, is it me? Am I being unreasonable? am I the unreasonable one in this scenario? And even though all the scenarios were very different reasons, very vastly different reasons for uh, me dipping out, um, I started to like kind of think maybe I was the asshole and maybe I'm bad and I'm not a good person and all that shit. And then I met just an island of amazing people that were all like, no, it's not you. You're really rad. And then, you know, you get your texts from someone like Liv who just says, I'm on your team always. That is always on your team. I mean, that is, huh, it's magical. So then the next night we went on a boat that they did the, so they did the rehearsal. They did our, not the rehearsal, the reception the next day. Cause they wanted to get married at sunset. And then I think they wanted to go off on the boat at sunset and you can't do both. Cause there's like only one sunset a day. I don't know if you guys know how science works. I'm um, just kidding. Uh, so the next day we did the sunset boat re reception. Oh my God. And the groom's parents. I, I like, I, I, I don't know. If, like I met the groom's brother and he was so like, the groom is like one of the most respectful. Sean is one of the most respectful, lovely people I've ever met in my life. And then I met his brother and he was like the same. And I was like, yo, I need to meet your parents. Cause like, and so I walk up to the mom the first night and I was like, hi, I was like, I'm just such a big fan of your son. And then I met your, and I was like, then I met your other one. And she goes, what do you think the other one? And I was like, Ooh, not as good as, you know, I made a joke. I was like, not great. And then we both laughed and she's like, I'm Frida and gave me this big hug. And she's like, I'm a hugger. And I was like, yep, this is when I met his dad. Oh, it's just so lovely. Then we got a swarm of bees. Okay, so the morning of the reception, there was a, uh, a lunch at a place called Red Dock, which was literally on a dock. I think that it was Red. I'm not really sure of Red Dock. Uh, Red Dock. Um, and there was, we were sitting at a table, and there was literally like 12 bees just sitting with us. And I, uh, it was interesting because I've never sat at a table full of people where no one really panicked about bees. All of us were like, yeah, just don't fly in my mouth, bee, but like hang out if you need to. Um, this is where I learned. It was funny. I was texting with my best friend, Katie, who's from Michigan. And I, this is, I was like, 
I knew there were animals in lakes, right? I understand that, but I didn't know people ate them. And so I was like, did you know that there are animals in lakes and that people eat those animals? And she writes back, are you describing fishing? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess I am. I am describing fishing. Um, so I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know, I just didn't know lakes had like shrimp or like crabs. I had the best crab burger. It was like a double crab burger I've ever had in my life. I am dreaming of that crab burger, but it was just funny. Okay. He's like, are you, are you talking about fishing? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I am. I'm from Colorado. I fished in a lake and I've gutted a fish before. I just don't remember eating the fish, but I guess that's what we did do. I mean, I think we, I think it was like, but what I think it was, was like a, a, sh a sanctioned pond. Like it was like a man-made pond with like fish the man put in there, the man, not like the government, but like whoever, oh, like men, maybe women too. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it's very regulated. It wasn't just the wild where we went out into the ocean, into a lake and just, also lakes I've always thought were very dirty. I've never liked getting into lakes. I've peed in a lot of lakes, but I've never thought, I don't like getting into lakes. Anyway, so, oh. So then we go to reception. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And then we did an after hour party. We met a bunch of people. I danced. Oh, I just had such a good time, you guys. It was just, it was, and then the next day we went to Chicago. And I have to say, I get it now. For a long time, I, I, I was like, man, everyone I know from Chicago has like way too much Chicago pride. Like way too much. Like I know more than five people that have the Chicago flag tattooed on them. And actually, fun fact is Chicago is one of the few cities that actually has its own flag. Los Angeles does too, and it just sort of looks like a funky Mexican flag. Like the coloring, uh, like like the Mexico flag, it looks like a funky Mexico flag. That's what the LA, because we looked it up. But Chicago is one of the few cities that has its own flag, and it's recognizable. And I get it, man. I get it. Oh, it's so pretty. It was so pretty. Uh, we went to a place called Billy Goat Tavern, which I guess is like popular from like SNL, but it's like one of the oldest like places in Chicago. This like, and it's like this, un you walk down, you're like under the uh, bridge where the bridge is, like where the, you know, the, um, the big lake or the river. I don't remember what the river's called, but they fill it up. They dye it green for St. Patrick's Day. I am physically having a really hard time right now. My voice hurts, my head just started hurting, and now I have the hiccups. I'm gonna have to cut this thing a little short. Sorry guys, I say that, but I'll be done in 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, and I, I have a few things I gotta get done today. I have some other cool news. So a lot of cool stuff's happened as soon as I drop some things. Um, just, you, you know, you let go, let go. And always, I don't know, I love that forever on your team. I just, I'm going to tattoo that somewhere, you know, it's just such a cool, if you know somebody that you feel that way about, text them that. It feels really good to, fe to hear that from someone you love. Um, thanks, Liv. Life-changing. Knowing this broad is life-changing. Um, so, yeah, we're, and it's like up below the like river in this like hole in the wall underground kind of thing. Super divey, super divey. It was so cool. And, uh, Oh, it's just so pretty. And then we saw Trump Tower. I do have to say, I wasn't expecting to have the reaction physically I had when I saw it. Like it like made my heart drop. It felt like I was seeing the empire for the first time. You know what I mean? It was like, dun, 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 dun. Um, 
but yeah, it was, oh God, it was such a pretty city. It was, and so clean. You forget how dirty and brown LA is. Like there's no grass. You know what I mean? There's, we have, we have a lot of, we have a lot of, uh, you know, we, we're, we're pretty much always in a drought, right? We're deserty. So we don't have a lot of grass and, and plants and stuff like that. And it's just so, it was so green and clean. You just forget how dirty and brown LA is until you go to another city and you're like, oh, it's not, I mean, there were, there was an occasional tent, but like they had like, like, I guess Chicago had put a lot of money into, um, like the, the parks and the, you know, like, like, you know, social stuff, like social programs and, and, and the city itself. I, uh, my buddy told me that Hollywood Boulevard, they're sinking a bunch of money into Hollywood Boulevard to try and do the same. The problem is, is they're not going to do anything about the unhoused problem first. So basically they're going to sink a bunch of money into putting a bunch of benches and trees on Hollywood Boulevard so people can sit down just so the unhoused will just move into that. And, and, and instead of like trying to figure out how to help these people, I don't know. I was like, what a ludicrous fucking bandaid and what a ridiculous way to spend money. But I don't know. Chicago somehow did it. But I guess also I, I'm not, don't think that it's not been lost on me that it, it'd be much harder to be unhoused in. Chicago than it is to be in LA like because they're it's it's raining or freezing in not in nine months I think out of the year so that's probably why they don't have the but it was so pretty I get the hype now man I would probably get that tattoo too if it had like if it had the entertainment industry the way it does here and I understand it has a little one there it's not like LA I would move to Chicago tomorrow oh my god it was so cool Oh, the whole trip, guys. It just... And then we got to the airport. Our flight was delayed because there was thunder. I haven't seen thunder and lightning in so long. There was thunder and lightning. Then we went to a Chili's in the thing in the airport. Love Chili's. Just very Midwestern-y, right? And then we hopped on a plane around 11 p.m. and flew back to Los Angeles with like nine new best friends and like nine. And like it feels like it's not the one of those things that like... Like when you work on sets, you'll like, you know, work really intimately with like, you know, people for a whole day or like weeks, you know, and at the end of the weeks, you're like, we're going to be best friends forever. And then you just like your friends on Facebook and that's it. But like these people, I really feel like I'm going to see again and soon. Like they're just, I don't know. So I like it. You, you meet people and you're just like, oh, you're people that are going to write me things like always on your team, forever on your team. I'm fucking up the words, but forever on your team. You know what I mean? Like when you meet and people were like allowed, we all allowed each other to fucking shine. Like everyone allowed everyone to look beautiful and shine and sing and dance and be funny and listen to each other's stories. There was never a moment where someone was talking and anybody was like, oh, she talks so much. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's a lot of people that I have had in my life that are like that. And I am, as the reminder says, I am awesome and I deserve to be treated as such. And if you don't treat me as such. You gots to go. And I hope you'll adopt this because, I, you know, it, it took me a long time to realize how cool I, I no, I'm not cool. I'm a hundred percent not cool. You know what I mean? Like rad I am, you know? And I, you know, and I love, and if you're new to the show and you're like, Jesus, this broad's really full of herself. I had to walk through fire to love myself. And I also don't understand this society. Our society is like, gotta love yourself, gotta love yourself, but not too much. Cause then we'll call you cocky and full of yourself and we'll belittle you for that too. But you gotta love yourself. Don't have a low self-esteem. Don't have too of a high self-esteem. And it's just like, 
So I spent years thinking I was the worst person alive and I was, uh, you know, broken and unfixable and everybody hated me and, you know, people only liked me because they felt sorry for me and I didn't want to take up space because if I took up space, I'd upset you and years and years of that. And one of the things that helped me realize how awesome I am, besides, you know, 12 step work and therapy, which again, I cannot stress enough how much that is, um, what, what one, everyone should do, uh, was looking around at the people that loved me and how awesome they were like how consistently yes there are bad apples in there and there are people that have you know the have fucked off on their own but like the people that have been around i have two best friends that i've had for 20 years i have another best friend who i've had for almost 10 and her family um i think they all got together around six years so i've had these people for six you know what i mean the longevity of really awesome people in my life the only way I can think of is that I must be awesome too. Like no one feels bad for someone that much where they just like allow them to be a part of their lives. Right. And have their kids call them aunt Kim. Um, but that was like one of my big like things where I was like, I have really rad people around me. So I must, that was a good starting point on how I figured out how to love myself, you know? And now the only energy I want around me and it's all over the internet, you know, all over TikTok, but it's so true. The only energy I want around me is a fuck. Yes. If you're not a fuck. Yes. Then you're, you're a no. And that's it. Like it's too short, man. I've lost a lot of people in the last few months, a lot of people and, and most, and most of them, if not all, and yeah, all of them actually were tragic, sudden losses. And yeah, I went, I went to a funeral, I believe last Wednesday, a friend of mine passed away. Another friend of mine, um, not the one that meant a lot to me, but he was an old boss of mine and he was, uh, passed away at 30. I think he was like 35 suddenly of a heart attack. So it's just like, this is all too short. It's too short to waste your time on people to make you feel bad. And, and it's hard to, you know, I have a friend right now who is currently trying to break up with someone who makes her feel bad. And it's a weird process because, you know, you, you love that person. You love that person. There, there's a reason why they're in your life, but you don't get deserved to be treated that way. And, and when you finally, you know, get the courage to walk away, it, you know, there's a saying, like, when you stop people pleasing, people stop being pleased. You know, people are pissed when you stop letting them talk to you in a certain way. And, you know, I've said it before, and I'll, I, I probably will tattoo this somewhere, too. Uh, you can't set a boundary with an unhealthy person. I have set boundaries with unhealth, help, un, unhealthy people, and you know what happens? They get very mad. I've never had anybody. So here's, I mean, this is, this is a weird example, but on the boat I was, you know, at the, the, but it's a boundary and, you know, I'm, I'm making new friends with these people and, and I was taking one of my steroids and my drink was out and I didn't have any water near me. So I asked my new friend if I could have a sip of her beer and she was like, oh yeah, go ahead. So I took a sip of her beer and then she goes, you could just, you can have it. And I was like, oh no, I just needed the sip. And she was like, oh, okay. And then a few minutes later, she went and got another beer. And I asked her, I was like, hey girl, do you not like it when people drink out of your drinks? She goes, no, I really hate it. And I was like, first of all, very sweet of you to just give me your drink. I'll buy you a new one. Um, but now I know your boundary and now I will never ask you that again. But there's some people who, I don't like it when people drink out of my shit. Some people, not everyone. Like if uh, I have a whole thing, I'll do it another day. But like, uh, but if like when I used to work at the bar, the uh, big wings, I didn't like it when people ate my food. I don't like it when people eat my food. Um, if I'm like, here's my fries, have some fries. But like, if I'm like, I have a burger, there was an alarming amount of girls that worked at big wings that would ask me if they could 
take one of my sliders of the four. Like one girl, actually, she did me a really big favor. So I ordered buffalo chicken sliders one afternoon. And there was a bunch of different sliders. And she goes, I like the meatball sliders. And I was like, oh, yeah, these are my favorite ones. I don't really like the meatball ones. She goes, you should have gotten the meatball ones. I like those. And I was like, oh, well, I like these. So I ordered it. Order the meatball sliders, right? I was like, I ordered this one because I like this one. And she goes, oh, can I have one of your sliders? And I went, no. <laughs> she goes, are you serious right now? And I'm like, I don't know why you think I'm not. And she goes, wow, Kim won't let me have one of her sliders. And she started this big thing that Kim doesn't like. And I was such a bitch back then that she like people wouldn't f fuck with my food. If a rumor was that I was going to be a bitch about my food. So she spread this rumor that I was really pissed off if anybody touched my food. The funny part that she didn't tell everyone is that she tried to eat one of my four sliders that I ordered for my meal that day. That, and it's not like I was like, I'm not ordering something obscure down the street. If you want some sliders, just order your own sliders, right? but so she spread this rumor about that but like she got so mad that I was like no I don't like it when people eat off my plate like you can't set a boundary with an unhealthy person and I've tried to set boundaries with certain people that I've had to walk away from and you know what they they get mad they got upset they made it about you know anything other than what the boundary of just like I want to take care of myself and I don't like it when this happens it's just I don't know, man, if you've got some toxic people in your life, it's hard to, it's hard to walk away. And I'm even talking family, dude. Family is a part of that too. Like just cause you and I randomly came out. I mean, I don't have a sister, but just because you and I randomly came out of the same vagina doesn't mean I owe you anything. You don't get to treat me however you want because we randomly were born in the same family. Like I just, I just, I'm done, man. I'm done. And this weekend was just a really awesome reminder that I deserve to be treated with love and respect because I'm a loving, respectful person. And after a certain incident that happened um, with a person in my life, I'm being very vague on purpose, I had texted Ken, and you guys know Ken, Kim and Ken show, right? I texted Ken, uh, you know, he'd asked how this event happened. And I was like, actually, it was really rough. This is what, you know, it was really rough. This person did X, Y, and Z. And I'm still trying to process it. And he knows I've been having problems with this certain group of, of, of individuals. And he goes, you know, it really breaks my heart that they treat you this way because you were such a loving, kind person. And you, I've never seen you be anything other than that. So I don't under, like they have that, it's a them problem, not a you problem. And, you know, since a lot of, I, I've had multiple of these instances in the last, instances, I can't say the word, in the last um, month and a half, it's really after Henry died, you kind of figure out who, when, you know, when tragedy happens, you really figure out who's, you know, should be in your life. And, but there's, there's like, though it was a lot of reminders of like who should, like a lot of like signs of who I should cut out of my life and who I should keep in it. It was a lot of reminders from a lot of people I really care about that I'm a good person. And I hope you have those people in your life too. That is my one lucky broad. I am one lucky broad that I have humans in my life that send me messages out of nowhere for no reason at all that just says on your team forever. God, I haven't written down. No, I should. I'm butchering her words uh, forever on your team. I'm grateful that I, I'm one lucky broad that I have people in my life that send me those things that are forever on my team. And I'm lucky that, you know, most people only get like a handful of those in their life. And I, I happen to have like a dozen and I think I just made some new ones and I'm just really, really grateful. And the poop scoop, 
Oh, before I tell you the poop scoop, I got two jobs. I got offered two jobs. One, I'm doing Zoom trivia for corporations. Uh, it's a work at home situation. Uh, it pays pretty well, but it's a lot of information, but a lot of fun. And I, I'm in the training process now. And I'm off. Oh, my little one is back in here. Honey, maybe it's hot. I don't know. She's, she throw, I think she throws up when she's stressed out. She threw up a lot when Henry died. And then I, when I left the day I left, she threw up and then she's thrown up twice today. And, uh, and that's, I mean, that's cats throw up, but they're not really supposed to. The problem is, is I don't know how to get her to the vet. I will figure it out. Once again, if you have cat knowledge and you have a somewhat feral cat, please give me any and all tips. Um, I want, I want to make her healthy for a really long time. We, 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 we got each other and that is what we got. You know, I love that animal. So, uh, I, so I got a job doing that. And then I also got a job as a bartender, probably going to get promoted quickly is what I've been told at, uh, the Japanese American culture community center in downtown Los Angeles. Um, I'm filling out all my paperwork today and, uh, starting work next week. So I think everything, it's just really rad. A lot of cool shit's coming on. So the beginning of August was really, really tough. Obviously June and July were some of the worst months of my life. Um, and you know, I'm sad still, of course, of course I'm sad, but he's here with me. He'll always be here with me. And I'm, you know, I'm really grateful he, he got to be my best friend. So a lot of cool shit's going on. I'm one lucky broad dude. Um, and then the poop scoop. I almost pooped my pants in Saga Talk. I almost pooped my pants in Saga Talk. So when we were leaving, and you know, it's, you know, vacation. You drink a lot. You eat a lot. You don't have any regular any regularity with your eating and sleeping and drinking water. You know, you try to, but like it's vacation. So you're like, go, 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 go. Better eat. Go, go, go. Have another shot. Go, go, go. I haven't had water today. You know what I mean? Like, so your body's all fucked up. So we go to this gift shop right before we leave because we want to get some Saga Talk souvenirs. And it's a, a t-shirt press shop, but it's just one guy. And there is one thing that I, I love small towns and I love to visit them. I would never be able to live in one because I'm too, I'm quick. You know what I mean? Like I'm too on the, on the go all the time. Like the slowness of small towns is fun for like a week. And then afterwards I'm like, don't you people have places to go? You know what I just, I'm too, I'm too busy bodied, but not in the bad way where I'm in other people's business. I just like to, you know, go, go, go. Um, but so we're, we're standing in line and there's these three women behind us and there's no public bathrooms. Uh, there's one public bathroom, but it's like, have you guys ever seen uh, Gilmore Girls? This town was literally like Stars Hollows. So there was like a gazebo. It, literally, they could have filmed it there. So there was this clean ass bathroom that was a public bathroom, like three blocks away from this, this t-shirt shop. There's three women in front of us and everyone in this scenario are taking their sweet ass time. Everyone like, like the, and then, so the guy makes the t-shirts and I'm looking at Jess and I'm like, girl, I'm going to legit shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants in Saga Talk. And I was like, I'm half a mind just to give you cash and then just run. And so, so then he's like, I'm going to give you guys some stickers, pick five stickers. So he's picked five for them. And then the woman was like, I don't really like that sticker. I'm like, just pick a goddamn sticker. Cause I have a dress on. I was like, I'm going to poop my pants and it's going to go all over this floor. Cause it's going to be a big one, bro. So and he's so nice. I'm like, here's my shirt. And I picked one that was already pressed. And he's like, did you want to pick a different design? I'm like, no, I like that design. He's like, you sure? It's all these designs. I'm like, I'm fine with the design. And I'm like sweating. And so then he gives it to me. I literally dart. I just run out of there. And then I'm like, we'll see you in a bit. And I, have you ever pooped? And you look in the bat, the toilet. And it's like, that came out of me. 
It was so, it was like one big long gross. I won't do it. I just farted though. It smells, um, gross. Sorry. I, 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 I am disgusting, but that's your poop scoop, which I'm out of poop scoops. My favorite email. Okay. So Roger says he's going to send a poop scoop. So I text him. I'm like, Hey, I'm really disappointed. You haven't sent me any poop scoops. You've been making promises and you haven't sent me any poop scoops. And he writes back. Oh, damn. You're right. Um, hold on one second. And then he's like, Hey, according to my notes, I have done two girls, one poop. I can't remember what he called it. I'm going to pull up the text because it's so fucking funny. It's so worth the, uh, oh my God. I left. It was, it was like this. It was like the funniest text. Okay. So he goes, uh, Oh, where was it? Where was it? Okay. Uh, he said, I have been patiently waiting for your poop scoops. Just a friendly reminder. And he goes, oh no, this was, it was in an email. Oh, even better. He sent me an email. He sent me an email and the text. So I sent him that. He goes, thanks for the reminders. And I was like, great. So an hour later, he sends me a text that says, can you tell me, oh my God, it's so good. Can you tell me the last one I sent you? Was it quote, Two scoops, one girl. I lost my master list when my computer died. I think my next one is part two of two scoops, one girl. I mean, <laughs> one, he has a master list. By the way, he's a ride or die. He's a person who's forever on my team and vice versa, forever on each other's team. Oh, so I, we should be getting some poop scoops. But if you want to make your own poop scoop, send it to me. If you want to record it and you want your voice to tell the story, just hit record and send me the voice memo and I'll figure it out. I, I'm not the most technological savvy human, but I, 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 I figure things out pretty quickly if I need to. Um, that's why I don't know. That's why, whatever. I was just going to say, like, people are like, how do you not know about that? Well, if I've never needed to know about that and it looks time consuming, I won't know about it until I need to know about it. Anyway, so send me that or send me, just write out a poop scoop. Um, and it can be anonymous. It doesn't have to be anonymous. If you want to say it loud and proud, cool. If not, then I, then cool too. I just want your poop scoops. Please send me your poop scoops at Kim space at gmail.com. K Y M K R A L space S P A C E at gmail.com. I always spell it out just cause I want to make sure you don't think I mean like space bar, you know, like just space, the word space. Um, and for Patreon guys, I think I'm, I'm going to call it with the, uh, uh, sexual revolution. Uh, it, I was like going through all the lists of the dudes I used to, I've slept with, but that just felt weirdly. I know this podcast is super personal and most of the art I do art. I love that. I call this podcast art, but I think the the world does too. Um, the world, um, most of my art is very private and very open about my life, but it just felt very like strategically open and not, I don't know. So it just like when the beginning, like I said, in the beginning of the year when I started sexual revolution, um, and if you, if you're new to the show, I have a Patreon, um, where you, you pay a couple bucks a month and you get some bonus episodes. One of them is uh, fine. I have a pot. We have a podcast and I, and you know, for two hours a month, Jeff may comedian and podcaster. And I sit down and we basically, we talk about our month in review and then we argue today. We argued about women in, being gaslit in doctor's offices. And normally it is like a big misunderstanding that we clear up at the end, but one of us gets really upset before we clear it up. Uh, it's a good, good listen. I hear. And then before I, so I like when I, and then I had sexual revolution. And when I started that at the beginning of the year, I wanted, I, I you know, I thought I was going to spend the year just banging it out with everyone, not everyone, but you know, I thought I was just going to have the year of sex, you know, sexual revolution. And then, you know, things changed and I don't want to do that anymore. 
And so I've decided that I am going to have maybe two bonus episodes, but shorter bonus episodes. Uh, one where I interview a bartender or a waitress just to you know talk about the kind of piggyback off of last week's episode, the bartender hates you, but also kind of talk about like, it's so funny because I don't think people understand most restaurants you go to most everyone working there is like has other things going on there. I know a lot of career bartenders, a lot of career servers, a lot of career restaurant people. And that is great. And that is awesome. But a lot of people are like, I have a master's and I'm, you know, I'm like, I work with a woman who just finished her master's degree and she's going to go help children with addiction. Like that is what she's going to go off and do with her life. And people talk to her like when you're just a, you know what I mean? Like, so I I think I'm going to interview like quick interviews and talk to people about their biggest pet peeves, whatever. And then I think I'm going to do a comic interview a comic and ask my two questions, of course, when you've pooped your pants and you're grateful for what you're one lucky broad for. But then I want to hear their biggest bomb ever and then final it out with the moment they knew they were a comedian. And I think those are going to be the two bonus episodes. Um, uh, Give me September. I'm going to work through them and see what we can do. Uh, But if you want to subscribe to Patreon, you get, you know, most of the time you get episodes early. Sometimes I have life shit happen and I can't get them out early, but you do get a couple bonus episodes and then there's some fun prizes. That's not true. And um, when my voice is back, I'm going to be finishing re- uh, doing my audiobook, Confessions of a Recovering Party Girl. Um, I think that's it. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. And uh, my website should be updated by tomorrow. So go there if you want to see when I will be performing because I'm back on stage in a few weeks or in a week. And so a lot going on. I'm really, really grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for being busy. I'm grateful for the humans in my life. Uh, new jobs, new money coming in, you know, uh, hopefully not new COVID. Uh, hopefully Lucy and I will figure out how to get Lucy to the vet, but you know, just a lot of cool shit and a lot of cool humans in my life. Um, yeah, God, forever on your team. Love it so much. Definitely going to be the name of this episode, by the way. Um, that's it. I'm going to go drink, gargle some salt water, and then I'm going to drink some tea and uh, take a course on sexual harassment because apparently the company that makes you buy it every time, you have to buy it for each company. So that's your money grab. And real quick, it's funny. I took so I took the sexual harassment course for the other job, my other, my other bartending, my festival bartending job. And we're standing around a bunch of us bartenders, and we're talking about the sexual harassment course. And by the way, it's like very, very easy, very common sense. And one guy goes, "I failed it like four times." And we're like, "Bro, you should never tell anybody that." And also, maybe get some women friends, or don't leave us alone. But like, go to a get help four times. It's literally like, it'll give you, it's like two hours of giving you scenarios and asking you if it's sexual harassment. And it's like very clearly discrimination or sexual harassment. The only thing I didn't know when taking it is that it is illegal to have a ladies night in California. Like you can't give out free drinks to ladies. It can't be like a ladies night because that's discriminatory. Um, That's the only thing I learned. And I was like, oh, I knew that most places don't do it because it's discriminatory, but I didn't know it was like literally illegal. So I'm going to go drink some tea. I'm going to watch three people that I've learned that I've met that I, that I love a lot that two of them, one of them I met five days ago and the other one I got to know five days ago. I'm going to go watch them take COVID tests. Hopefully we all are COVID free. (sighs) I don't know what I'll do if we're not COVID free. Um, and I think that's it. And the next few days I'll get out. I'll, you know, I'll get the early ones out there because I do want to get back on track with that. 
I think that's all, right? I, I, now I'm just rambling. Um, so lots of love to you all. Thank you. Thank you for listening every week. And thank you for just sending support and love. It's been a tough few months. It's been a really tough few months. And a lot of people that I thought were supportive people didn't show up. And a lot of you did. So thank you so much. Uh, things feel like they're turning around. Um, I will talk to you all soon. Please be safe. Please be kind. Have a good week. Bye. Trust